Hello friends, and welcome back to Convos at the Well. My name is Jake, and today we're going to be building on what we went over last time. So last time, we went over the concept that good soil comes from having good faith. And we get the good soil from Matthew chapter 13, when Jesus is speaking about the, the parable of the sower and the seed. And what we really want to focus on is that we want to have the good seed. And we realize that the seed is the Holy Spirit inside of us, and the soil is our faith. Well, we need one other thing, water. And we see that Jesus offers this water, and he describes this water to a woman at a well. And that's going to be in John chapter 4. Before we get there, though, I'd love to share something that I learned this previous week. So I'm currently taking plant cell biology, and I learned that all plants... Yes, all plants, from grass to trees, rely on two different types of tissues for their nutrient transport and their water transport. One cell tissue is called phloem, and the second cell tissue is called xylem. Well, the phloem cells, they are alive, and they can transport nutrients and food up and down, while xylem cells, they are unique in that they are actually considered dead and they only transport water, and they transport water from the roots to the leaves upward. Interesting. The cells that transport the water in every single plant are dead. Yet every plant needs water to survive. And immediately when I heard this, I thought of the Samaritan story. And I'd love for that visualization to help us as we read through John chapter 4. So we see Jesus in the town of Samaria, but it's really important to know that back in Jesus's time, the Samaritans would have been known as like half-breeds, so half-Jewish, half-Gentile, and the Jews would not associate themselves with the Samaritans because they weren't pure, and there was a huge divide. And so we see basically Jesus is on this long journey, and he's tired from this journey, so he sits down at this well, and it was about noon, it says, and we'll pick up in verse 7, John chapter 4. We see, when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town already to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you the living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did all of his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling to eternal life. We see that this water that Jesus offers, we can actually tap into it through the Holy Spirit, through faith and worshiping Jesus, through reading God's word. Now, We have our soil, we have our seed, we have our water, and all we need is light. And I'd love for us to journey together to Matthew chapter 5, and it's in verse 13, 
where we see Jesus speaking about being the salt of the earth and being the light of the earth. Now, we're going to focus on verse 14. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And so we're seeing that Jesus is calling us to be the light of the world and us to be the light that'll grow the seed. But there's only one way that we can be the light. In order for us to be the light that Jesus asks us to be, we have to be willing to get rid of our own darkness. All of us have been plagued at one point in time or another by sin, darkness, by worries, anxiety, fear. And what we're wanting to get across is that Jesus tells us those burdens, that worry, that anxiety, that fear is not your fear, is not your anxiety, is not your burden, it's mine. Let me have that burden of yours. I'll take it for you. And he did take it for you. Your past, present, and future burdens and anxieties and fears, he's taken for you. And we see this in Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 to 44. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. And while he's here, with his disciples, this is the time at which Judas is betraying Jesus. He's actually with the Pharisees telling them where they can find Jesus. And it's here in verse 36 when Jesus tells his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell on his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to the disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men stay awake for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed a third time, saying the same thing. It's very easy to miss what happened at the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus drank the cup of God's wrath. And whilst drinking the cup, He felt the pain, the sorrow, the depression, the anxiety, the fears of every living human on the planet. And not only in his time, but also in our time. This is a faith that endures time. Now, what I'd love for us to see from this message is that we have an answer to that darkness. Jesus is telling us we are light We have that light within us with the Holy Spirit. Now, are we allowing our burdens to cover that light? Or are we giving our burdens on to Jesus? For he died for us, and he drank the cup for us. And he specifically tells us to lay our burdens on him. Are we allowing ourselves to rely on Jesus and say, you're good enough for me, Lord? 
take my burdens, take my darkness, take my pain, and instead give me endless love, give me endless peace, give me endless patience, give me endless self-control, give me endless strength, give me endless power. If we're willing to get rid of our darknesses, then Jesus is willing to gift us, the Holy Spirit is willing to gift us endless amounts of joy, endless amounts of spiritual giftings. But we have to first rely and understand that we weren't meant to walk through our own depression, our own darkness alone. If we're willing to give up our darkness, then we must be willing to receive the light that Jesus will offer us. This light will help grow our seed, but this light will also shine through us. This light is hard to contain. Yeah, it's gonna help grow our seed, but it's definitely gonna help others grow theirs. Why not be the light to somebody else's darkness? All it takes is a little bit of kindness, and that's the message. Allow your light to nourish yourself and others. We can change the world. Nothing is impossible. You can change the world one day at a time as long as you're willing to let your light shine. We've discussed all of the things to nourish and sustain our seed. We have good soil. We have a well-placed seed. We have endless water. And we have sunlight, not only from the source, but from within. And with those things, our individual spirit will bear fruit that'll change the world, that'll change our hearts. Next week, we'll discuss some of the spiritual gifts and the importance to why we shouldn't chase the gifts, but we should chase the giver. Thank you for joining me on this podcast, my friend. Until next time.